Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Dr. Craig Martin coming to you from Los Angeles. This is the Inside Connection. Hi, Christina. Hi, how you doing? I like that jazzy intro you just did, the Inside Connection. Jazzy intro. I think we're here. You know, I was thinking about the moon when I was doing the intros. Like, we're in that lunar, very lunar place, you know, like the from the from the moon's point of view right mm-hmm. it's a total mm-hmm. eclipse of the sun the earth oh. is blocking Ooh. right the earth is the earth is blocking the this the energy of the sun so from the moon's point of view and i also was thinking about you know cancer and the sign cancer and cancerian people and people who have cancer rising and basically anybody who's got anything in cancer the mm-hmm. moon is strongly influencing uh, that aspect of your chart. And of course the moon, uh, this morning, early this morning, um, late last night and, uh, earlier in the evening, if we move to the West of Los Angeles, if you're out in Hawaii or especially if you're in Asia or Australia, um, the moon got blocked out. It, you know, the ruling, the ruling planet of cancer, um, got, Muted. Uh-huh. So I think that, I think, you know, when you and I were talking about the, um, the energy of it, I, it knocked me out. It totally knocked me out. Like last night, um, I was knocked out. I woke up and it was almost, I usually wake up just around the time of my alarm clock or I wake up much earlier than my alarm clock. And uh-huh. last night I slept really hard. Like, and I thought, oh. oh, when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, that was an interesting uh, effect of the eclipse. So I don't know if any of you also out there, you know, had a really strong good night's sleep last night while the moon was dark, but I did. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the we have dark moons, like it's just in the natural moon cycle where we don't see any of the moon, but it's a little different because we were going from a full full moon directly to a completely dark moon. So that transition is a little bit more intense or um, severe, severe. Yeah, that's a good word. it is. Yeah, it is. Right. The, 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 for a moment, the sun cannot see our moon. And the two of them, you know, are quite good friends. Like, <laughs> yes. they, hold, they hold a lot of balance. You know, they hold a lot mm. of balance together. Mm-hmm. And um, harmony between the sun and the moon than the mm-hmm. way that that's established sort of over the dominion of the earth. How, mm-hmm. you know, in the sky, it's certainly no coincidence that both the sun and the moon are about the exact same size from the earth's point of view, right? The mm-hmm. sun is huge. The sun is huge. The moon is tiny compared. The moon is small mm-hmm. compared to the earth, although it's pretty big for as satellites go. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that we only have one. That's kind of strangely coincidental also. And on top of it, they're both roughly the size of like a nickel or a dime. You know, if you look up at either one of them, they're, mm-hmm. they're roughly that size. And we can have a total eclipse of the sun. So in meaning that, you know, the moon exactly almost fits over the sun they're they're mm-hmm. they're relatively the exact same size that is one of the great cosmic 
coincidences of the universe is that Hmm. we live on a planet where the moon is reflective of the receptive energy, the female receptive energy. The sun is the sort of blazing, fiery, hot, masculine energy. And from the earth's point of view, they're equal. They're the same size. Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. So I've always thought that that was just tremendous good evidence of universal intelligence um, as human beings are, you know, subjected to that. We're subjected to the pull and the gravitational influence of the sun and the moon on all of the water that's inside and outside of our body. And that as, as influencers, they're equal. The sun and the moon have some equal um, weight based on the fact that the moon is so much closer, right? So the moon is so much closer but in relative power, um, the sun and the moon are equal. So last night, yeah, we had this uh, lunar eclipse. Did you see that beautiful picture that we were sent by our friend and colleague, Tara Redfield? Oh, my gosh. It was gorgeous. It was just this, this a slight sliver right on the edge, just the nice, beautiful curve of the moon and red, that dark, dark red. It was so pretty. Amazing. Amazing. Uh-huh. That's what that's what it looks like. It looks like the the moon becomes very maroon, burgundy, and in some places, if there's even any little bit of cloud cover, you can't see it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's because it's it's it so gets dark. so dark. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing them. I've seen several of them, but last night's was particularly beautiful because it was in the western sky in California. I know if you're on the east coast. You didn't get a chance to see that because the sun was already coming up. Um, Even if you were in the north, uh, uh, like Seattle area, you didn't really see it either because of the way that the moon was angled. So to see the total eclipse, you barely caught it, you know, if you were in um, Southern California, um, because not long after, right, like even people in California didn't see the full eclipse. They saw totality. But before the the shadow of the earth passed away from the moon, the sun was coming up. And so then you can't, mm. you can't see it anyway because the moon goes below the horizon. Right, so the yeah. Moon, the moon set while it was still in, in the eclipse, but not in the total phase. You could see totality uh, last night, 4.15 a.m. in Los Angeles. So the astrology of it, it was in the two signs of Sagittarius and Gemini, right? We know that Mm -hmm. the sun is in Gemini. Happy birthday again to our Gemini peeps. And, um, And the moon was a full moon in Sagittarius at five degrees. All of these things, I think, play particular importance, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, incredible importance. I mean... We want to talk, we've been doing a little bit of our shows on Gemini and talking about the curiosity and the the movement of Gemini. Gemini is the learning sign and all that, but when we add in its opposing sign or the sign completely opposite, we we do something with the facts that Gemini collects. You know, Gemini is just collecting these random little bits of information and Sagittarius puts it all together and finds a deeper meaning or, or steps back from it all and looks at the whole thing, looks at the whole picture. So, yeah, more um, conceptual. 
Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so concepts. Right. So we're getting, we got like a little blip of that, right? We're in our Gemini season. We have a couple planets in Gemini, but we get a little, a little, um, uh, blip or a little, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but a Sagittarius flare thrown in there. Um, a little moment of perspective, I think, for this moon. Symbolically, symbolically, when the moon goes dark, it has to do with um, consciousness plunging down into a deeper, more unconscious place. That's why it's, mm. you know, not not an easy, particularly easy um, uh energy to, to, mm. to tackle right the when there's a total eclipse of the sun it's blocking out the moon is blocking out the sun so like the sun for a moment which is super weird goes mm-hmm. black and mm-hmm. consciousness actually plunges down in because consciousness becomes obscured and it becomes difficult to like Stay safe, stay focused. It's why they say you shouldn't do magic practice in the eclipse. You shouldn't try to use the eclipse to um, harness energy because it's a very difficult and kind of dark, dark thing to do. But it's Hmm. an excellent time in the eclipse to meditate or to even in the Hmm. total eclipse of the sun or to bring yourself into a more internal understanding of yourself or what's going on around you. So when the, just similar to a new moon, when the moon goes black in this particular sign, it's reinforcing the notion that we need to go deeper into our spiritual, right, Sagittarius. We need to go deeper into that abstract, what you were talking about, our abstract ability to explain what it is that's going on. And it's funny because, you know, Sagittarius rules a lot of things, including the law, mm-hmm. rules law and legalities. You know, I know in the United States, we're having so much trouble with our government and, you know, the political parties and people in general have been so polarized. And we know that that's partly by social media, which keeps people in, you know, revolving, you know, um, loops feedback loops that don't allow Uh them to have any other bits of information come into their into their world which is very gemini yes right like social media has a strong gemini component to it extremely strong right yeah this i mean part of i i think part of sagittarius is is uh, you know sagittarius as a sign is known to be a talker or truth teller or, you know, I mean, it's, they like to talk, right? They want to have discussion and dialogue, but a large part of Sagittarius too, I think is like listening is like taking in and um, integrating all the facts from a very quiet, you know, um, place, that meditation, that meditative space that Sagittarius can really embody much more than a Gemini could. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that when when we think about the again, like right, the light 
the light of the sun is coming through the lens of Gemini right now, right? That's the stars that are in the backdrop, right? So uh-huh. that's why we say that people who are born right now are Geminis and they're going to have Gemini characteristics, right? I like thinking of it as um, magnifying glasses, right? Like the planets are magnifying glasses, of various colors and various thicknesses, right? So the <laughs> magnifying glass of Jupiter is a different kind of magnifying glass than the magnifying glass of the sun. And so mm-hmm. the sun is passing in front of Gemini and it's emanating a particular kind of energy that's different than when it's in front of Cancer or Aries. Mm-hmm. And Whatever. There's no science behind that. There doesn't really have to be. I don't feel like I sound like a kook. I really don't because the solar system is laid out the way that it is. And who's to say that there isn't a different emission of energy, a different transmission of energy coming from different quadrants of the solar system, you know, different quadrants of the universe. And um, so anyway, that's the way I like to see it is that the sun is then shining all the time as it does, but behind Mm -hmm. it is Gemini. And so as the energy of that region of space, right, that we Mm -hmm. call Gemini is coming towards the earth, it gets focused through the sun. And that energy is curiosity, language, linguistics, uh, learning, sense of humor, dialect, Um, community, brothers and sisters, the way in which we get along with siblings, basic rudimentary learning skills, the alphabet, sentence structure, grammar, blah, blah, all of that is Gemini, right? Mm -hmm. And so that light, right, under the normal circumstances of a full moon, right, is going to shine on the full moon, which is getting the energy now behind it of Sagittarius. Hmm. Right. And because it's fully lit up, you're in that polarity. You're in that polarity of this sort of what I call the axis of learning. Right. A kind of Mm -hmm. more basic learning and a higher learning, which that's what results in the acquisition of truth. Right. The acquisition of truth comes from taking that language, talking and creating abstract thought, which is what creates law, which is what creates truth. We Mm -hmm. filter it through, we filter it through like what we perceive is right and wrong, Mm -hmm. but there's no way to really explain that unless you talk, unless you can communicate, right? Right. Right. Communication is what defines our experience of right and wrong. And you, you have in the eclipse a blocking out of that. You have in the eclipse a blocking mm. out of, the, of our abstract ability to um, perceive higher truth, quite frankly. Mm. That's, what, that's what gets shadowed out for just a mm-hmm. moment. You know, we're left with Gemini and no Sagittarius. It just mm-hmm. disappears. And I think that what is the, the powerful energy that connects us all is that it's that for a moment we didn't have to have that we didn't have to have abstract anything we didn't have to have a higher sense of truth all we really needed was language to be able to explain what it is that we were going through because Hmm. Sagittarius creates a kind of righteousness 
Mm-hmm. And if you look at the righteousness that everybody is experiencing and how right they all think they are, mm-hmm. it's nice that we had a little break from that. <laughs> Absolutely. And no one likes a uh, pompous, you know, righteous, <laughs> loud, righteous. righteous person. Yeah, exactly. No at all. No at all. No well, at that's all. the shadow side. That's the shadow side of Sagittarius. And mm-hmm. um, it, you know, the earth blocked that out last night. God blocked that out. The universal intelligence. That's what I had said right before we started this show. I was like, certainly universal intelligence created the system so that this type of thing could occur. And mm-hmm. external things don't occur for no reason. And external things are reflections of internal things rather than the Mm -hmm. other way around, right? Mm -hmm. The total eclipse of the moon last night didn't create anything, so to speak. It was a mirror of something that was being created, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I know that um, the Manhattan District Attorney convened a jury yesterday Right. He convened a jury in the total eclipse of the moon in that energy. Right. It doesn't even necessarily have to be happening in that moment. He didn't convene Mm -hmm. it at 7 a.m., but he convened it in the realm of it. If you cast a chart, if you cast Uh a chart for that moment when the media releases the news, it's definitely within the orb of influence of the total eclipse of the moon. And to me, it's saying we need the facts and not our perception of the truth. We need the facts, yes. not the right, not the righteous interpretation of those facts. And I yes. think it's kind of almost funny, right, that you would put factuality with Gemini. <laughs> yes, I. I just that was my reaction right there to laugh at that yep i think that that's interesting factuality with gemini well what is gemini what is gemini you call it what it is you call it what it is this is a pen this is a phone right right this is a crime this is a crime primal (laughs) this is a crime (laughs) well right i mean yes a fact facts are facts Facts right. are facts. Yeah. Well, we just think that it's the it's the truth part that that's the throw off from Gemini. But I agree with you. I agree with well, you. Well, yes, that's why it was humorous, right? Because right, Gemini, right. Gemini, Gemini's know how to bend the facts. They know how to twist the facts. Right. But that, does, language. that doesn't that doesn't mean that they don't know what the facts are. The correct. Correct. Yes, there's yeah. an awareness there. I'm I'm writing in the Gemini chapter of the book that I'm involved in right now that Gemini sees that the truth is different for different people. Gemini sees that, right? Like Gemini sees that polarity, that the truth is different for different people. So then why not? Right. Right. Like why not? If the truth is actually really so malleable, then why not bend it? And yet that's something that Sagittarius would do. 
Ben. Even though it, even though it supposedly is ruling the higher truth. It's something because it's open to interpretation. And that's what Sagittarius uh-huh. does. The facts, mm. though, are not open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I see. Okay, so we're back to Gemini. Right, exactly. Right. The facts are the facts. You can't, you, you, a rose by any other name is still a rose. Uh, right. 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 It's right. a fact that that's a rose. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it a truth that it smells good? Maybe to some mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Maybe the to truth some that people. It smells bad. Maybe to some people, no. Yes. A fact, fact versus truth. Yes, very interesting topic. I like this a lot. Yeah, well, join me in the bathtub of the <laughs> blood red moon. <laughs> where we shall bathe in the light of Gemini. <laughs> the darkness of Sagittarius. <laughs> exactly. Unencumbered. Mm-hmm. Unencumbered, unencumbered for just a moment by all yes. that truth. Yes. You know, I was thinking too, it, I don't want to get too like political or anything, but um, Uh-oh. George Uh-oh. George Floyd, yeah. I know as I say that. George, George Floyd, Floyd, I'm happy one to year, remember him. Yeah, one year anniversary. I'm happy to remember was, him. We did a beautiful show last year, you and I, in the midst of all of that. We were yeah. talking. I remember actually saying to you like, I get it. People commit crimes, but that doesn't mean they need to die for them. You know, that's yes. a horrifying thing that Black Lives Matter is trying to say. They're yeah. trying to say, like, fine, okay, traffic ticket. Okay, fine, I stole a cigarette. <laughs> you know, the punishment mm-hmm. for that shouldn't be death. For some and not others. Correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, but it's just interesting maybe – us technically having the perspective of George Floyd. It's been a full year. So we've seen, we have perspective on it, the Sagittarius part, but the facts, I think that I was just hearing rumblings of that all day on the 25th and uh, today, a little bit about um, how it affected, like what actually the actualities that came from that, that came from that event it was just so monumental. It hit every state in the United States. Um, it did. And the cop got convicted, you know. Mm-hmm. So the facts and the truth aligned. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. always the case. No. Yeah. It's a sad thing about human intent. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, and again, as Gemini knows, the facts can be manipulated. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they're not the facts. Is that what you were going to say about George Floyd? Or was there something else? Because I felt like I might have interrupted you. No, I was just, I, I didn't have too much to say. I was just, I brought it up because I thought it was just interesting. The timing of it the facts of it, the truth of it, the perspective of it during this um, lunar eclipse, you know, we, the feeling of it, it was just such a, uh, I think a 
momentous, monumentous event for the United States. No, for sure. We're still living it. You know, we're still living Mm -hmm. it. There's so much crazy right-wing pushback on what seems like a completely brainless issue. You know, like completely brainless issue. Like, here's our citizens. These are our citizens. And everyone should be treated in a fair legal way. Like, yeah, oh, my God, that's so complicated. I almost dropped an F-bomb live on the air. <laughs> I um, feel like, too. Uh, right? <laughs> I mean, like, here's our citizens. Mm-hmm. These are our citizens. And everyone should be treated in a fair, you know, way. But, you know, not not with different, not 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 uh, separate sets of justice. Uh-huh. Not not separate sets of justice for different people because we have different opinions of those people. Right. You know? And and yeah, it's it's shocking right. and right. Well, and that's like that that's right there. That's like the fact, but people's personal truths don't match with that. The people that are upset about Black Lives Matter and the, you know, the Blue Lives Matter and all the politics that go along with it. There are people who their personal truth doesn't match with the fact. The personal truth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Personal well, truth. yeah, their personal truths. Exactly. Right. Don't. Well, yeah. Well, that's why people, that's why people have different opinions. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we can get a huge conversation about it, but that one seems like, again, like a brainless topic to me. If you and I were to get into a more complex and, you know, utterly unfathomable rabbit hole like abortion, that's different, right? Then mm-hmm. you're really dealing with different sets of truths and, you know, all of mm-hmm. that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It, right. So we're not going to go there. But I'm saying that in terms of, you know, black folks in this country are not treated in the same standard of justice. There seems to be evidence that black people in this country get treated unfairly when it comes to certain kinds of arrests. And I know you said you don't want to get political, but that's fine. I can get this political because this seems like a brainless thing to say. It doesn't seem like a complicated, what are the facts? We should all be treated nicely, kindly, even if there's some kind of thing that we did wrong. Like Mm -hmm. we ran the traffic light or, you know, like... Mm -hmm simple small level when you go back and you look at all the names of the of the the black people who have been who have died mm-hmm. in police custody and whatever through the country all the crimes are like so meaningless and simple you know they're they're traffic incidents they're trying mm-hmm. to walk out of a out of a store with a pack of cigarettes or you know whatever it is they're not they're not harming other people they're not not, right robbing a bank walking down the street with a gun you know like trying you know walking through Times Square swinging a machete you know I mean that's not I get it right the cops need to put 
put that kind of thing down. So anyway, it does have to do with conditioning and it does have to do with racism. And that just seems to me like it's a pretty simple thing. If there are people that are upset about that, that that's what it is, well, they need to take a look at themselves is what they need to do. Did you know that eclipses come in pairs? Did you know that? Did you know that, of course, there's going to be an annular eclipse of the sun, right? Uh, okay, and yes. did, you, did you know this, though, that the Tell eclipse me. pairs that happen happen in the same signs that there's going to be a total eclipse of the sun in Sagittarius. They come in pairs, Gemini, Sag, Sag, Gemini. Oh, cute. And, 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 and that they're Friends. labeled in cycles. They're labeled in cycles. Yeah. So we were for a long time in the Scorpio Taurus cycle of eclipses, and now we're in the Gemini Sagittarius. So we've taken it to a higher level of truth. Amen. Oh, I like that. So Sagittarius solar eclipse is going to be what in December when you have Sagittarius birthdays? I didn't look at the exact date, but November or December. I I saw it just now in that in the book, but I didn't I didn't make a note of the exact date for next time. Right. We'll talk about that next time. Very nice, Christina Martin. Yes. I was so happy to have these spirited conversations with you. And that was kind of crazy about truth and facts. Mm -hmm. That was kind of, that was, that was, that was good. And I hope that that gave everybody a little something to chew on. So again, enjoy the rising of the gorgeous full moon tonight. It's going to be a few hours past full, 12, 13, 14 hours past full, and it's on the rise. It will look full tonight again, like it did last night. We are here. We're the Inside Connection coming to you live from L.A. on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. If you'd like to get a reading or talk to one of us, you can find us at sageofstars.com or sageofstars across multimedia social platforms. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you next week. Good night.